I know, Ren. I'll read you a story. A story? It's my favorite book. Okay. Once upon a time, the sky grew black as blood. And the last word he spoke as his head rolled across the floor was... And they lived happily ever after. Good night, Ren. Ren? There you are. Aren't you asleep yet? Forged out of the past and into the present, into the dream of the future. Good morning, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Today is Thursday, August 10th, 2023. I'm Luigi with the Mega Branch Bonus Network. And I'm here with... Bo, Dacious Tatas. Awesome, thank you for joining me today. Well, what are we going to talk about today? First, we're going to talk about Utah Boomer made multiple threats to Biden, Jack Smith, FBI, openly on Facebook for the likes. He did it for the likes before they grotesquely murdered the man. Then we'll talk about Ecuador, presidential candidate assassinated during rally. And for the finale, senators shorting U.S. economy 40%. That's the, that's the show today. All right. First thread, Utah Boomer made multiple threats to Biden, Jack Smith, FBI openly on Facebook for the likes. He wanted the dopamine from the notifications. Picture is Ben McCauley, which I assume is his Facebook account. He's blue checked. Joe Biden's body in a dark corner of DC parking garage with his head severed and lying in a huge puddle of blood. Hurrah. By the way, these are his words. These are not my words. I Lou is for love and peace, and here on the show, we only yeah, believe in love, love and, and peace. peace. This is peace. these are the words of a madman that was murdered by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Smith's body in a dark quarter of a DC. Oh, it's just the same thing with the different people. Uh, yeah. The FBI tried to interfere with my free speech right in my driveway. My 45 ACP was ready to smoke him. <laughs> well, I, they smoked you, buddy. <laughs> they smoked yeah. you. In my dream, I see Joe Biden's body in a dark corner. Uh, this guy has some fetish with parking garages. Perhaps Utah will become famous this week as the place a sniper took out Biden the Marxist. Huh, this guy must have, you know, people, people long for something to happen and for violence, okay? That's why this guy got padded with likes and boosts. So a 75-year-old dude was... Obviously LARPing. He's obviously threat. LARPing. This isn't even a threat. This is a dude who's LARPing. Yeah, he's doing it for likes. He's doing it, it for attention. It's put It's put on the background. The background are laughing face emojis. I mean, come on. To are, kill are a we, guy over these things? Are we come sure now. this guy really exists? <laughs> Did he really exist? <laughs> well, they killed really somebody exist. in the house. They killed somebody well, in that house. We sure. We have video. The neighbor recorded video of them taking him. Okay. Well, I mean, still. Shooting him out. You well, hear the gunshot. Yeah, Hash bounced out of the body bag, and we had video of that. But we were told to <laughs> believe. So. Um, oh man. I don't believe videos anymore. I don't believe anything. All I know I is some 
Well, you get into that whole, they, oh my gosh, the videos. It's not just about believing videos. It's a lot of these videos are from like webcams that are such low quality and distort the image in such a weird way that people don't understand how digital images work and how they're not like similar to analog and how you get these weird distortions that change the way the image looks. And it's just because it's so low quality. Uh, what's your face holding Trump's severed head? I can never remember that clown's name. Uh, oh, uh, Kathleen. Kathleen. Yes! Yes! Yeah. I can never remember her stupid name. Yeah. She would, I, I know her because she would always do, and I really enjoyed it, she would do the thing with Anderson Cooper for the, for the ball drop, where they get all drunk on New Year's Eve. <laughs> and I would always watch them. I would, I, I loved them together. Like her and Anderson doing the little thing, getting drunk on New Year's Eve was very entertaining. I liked it. That was my little guilty, guilty mainstream pleasure. Uh, I'm gonna be old here. Uh, the New Year's Rockin' Eve. New Year's Rockin' Eve. Yeah. Back with. <laughs> that, that was my that was my goy slop for sure. <laughs> Definitely watching that thing. Um, anyway. Just just watching them all. Well, they they would all make fools of themselves, and I don't know. I just it was all kind of ironic and funny when she got punished for holding up the severed head of Trump. Yeah, but well, she got a slap on the and nobody wants to work with her anymore? I mean, this dude... She got, she got a little bit more than a slap on the wrist. She got a little bit more than that. She didn't get, her, she didn't get prosecuted. She didn't have she the got, she, show up. And she didn't have the fetch show up. Guns oh, I get, what, I, get, I get what you're saying. She, she literally holds the severed head of Donald Trump up and gets away with it. And this guy just posts lol cow things on Twitter and they come and kill him. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I was saying before we started the show, I mean, imagine just all of these stories, the cocaine in the White House, the <laughs> the killing a political opponent. Imagine if Trump was the president, this would be everywhere. This would be everywhere. The, uh, the soldiers that you got killed while pulling out of Afghanistan. That, yeah, that, they'd still be alone. talking about that. They they'd would still, still be, be talking, talking about, about that. that. That would be getting run all the time. Oh my God! Yeah, the worst pullout in American history. I, could be, I mean, the way yeah. they could manipulate the news cycle to just always be in the news, just always everybody's talking about it. The way the kikes so effortlessly do oh. it, but it's just, it's all money. It's all just money. It's all you get people to want to willingly talk about it because they're gonna get money. For talking about it so you want to give them monetary incentive and that's what the jews do and they're still talking about trump and the uh, mcdonald's in the white house but you know the joe biden getting cocaine cocaine being found in the joe biden white house that's nobody's going to be talking about that in a month but yeah, years I mean, later we're still talking about mcdonald's yeah i, I don't get how how everyone like i get it trump is a scummy guy trump is a rich greedy man okay yes he his morals are not astute okay but but he, he's not destroying america he's trying to fix america despite how scummy and terrible of a person he is he's actually trying to fix america and do things to push it in the right direction which when he was president he did yeah like we had one dollar gas i mean there, there's stuff trump did that i didn't like him for Dang. gas was so low gas was almost below a dollar and then Trump called Saudi Arabia and got them to stop producing so much so that prices would go up. He raised our gas prices because they were too low. Okay, like, what are you doing? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, there's plenty that he did that I disagree with, but the, the, it's just the way the media treated him that is so egregious. I mean, that's... I, I don't know how you could be a Democrat or even a centrist or what anybody, just a, a truth-seeking person and have experienced that media cycle that was Donald Trump and how they spun everything. And now that we're in Joe Biden land, how there's just nothing, how it's just crickets every day, crickets, or they're talking about his ice cream or some shit. It's like I mean, the difference is astounding. It really is. It, it really how, is. You, would, you would have to have cognitive dissonance not to see it. You would have to be like insane, slightly crazy. Oh yeah, well, you know, Joe Biden's not talking about anything but the weather with all of Hunter Biden's business associates that he'd never communicated well, with. Well, they totally shifted the goalpost there because it went from him, oh, I never spoke to those people. I never have spoken to those people to, oh, oh yeah, no, of course I spoke to them. Yes, of course that's I did. Yes, well, that's normal. Yeah, that's weather, normal. Grandkids. No, it's normal stuff. Yeah. Insane. Crazy. It is insane. It is insane. It really is. Also, I've been talking about all this Joe Biden stuff since I started my show. I talked about this Natalie's Journal two years ago, man. Two fucking years ago, I was talking about this shit. And and I knew about it before I even started my show, man. That's how fucking insane this is. Before I started doing my show, I knew about it. I started doing my show, I talked about it. And here we are two fucking years later, and the mainstream media is finally, like, whispering about it. It's just so tiresome. How many people signed that letter saying that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation? How many Jews signed that letter? Oh my God. Well, that that was the real deal. They knew well it was the real deal. And all those fucking Jews suppressed that story just before the election because the Bidens are in it for themselves and they are in the Jews' pocket. And I hate it. There's nothing we can do. We can't vote our way out of this because they they openly stole the election. Nobody yes. believes Biden got 80 million. They, they released the Time article saying how we fortified the 2020 election. They uh, and going over in detail how they stole it. Yep. Oh yeah. They don't even mm-hmm. hide it. They can't help but brag. That's the crazy <laughs> thing about the leftists. They cannot help but spill it. Searching dead. I mean, they, they killed the utility of search engines in their effort to control the narrative and push their bullshit. The, the world's gone crazy. Just, I mean, it's it just shows, I just I wanted to highlight the crazy hypocrisy from this administration, from the previous administration, and then just I mean, they're just killing the FBI is just killing us. The FBI is killing us. And they're facing no repercussions. It's insane. I just killed Boomer because he because of bad words on the internet. So yeah. he uh, First Amendment, he expressed his opinion, his First Amendment right, and they killed him for it. Yep. Now we should all self sense on the internet. That that's what that's about. Um, it's to remind us not to say what we actually believe on the internet because the FBI will kill us for that. Yep. Okay, next thread, Ecuador presidential candidate assassinated during rally. Right-wing presidential candidate of Ecuador has just been assassinated as he left a political rally and was shot leaving the event. Picture is the the president. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, he was gonna win probably and he was anti 
all the drug cartel and what have you, so they killed him. I mean, hmm. probably just the CIA. Oh, definitely, definitely the CIA. Definitely. The CIA yeah. hates what's going on. Um, I'm trying to think. It, was it Ecuador? Or, no, it's El, Salva- El Salvador. They put all their gang members in prison, and this guy was campaigning in Ecuador saying that he was going to do the same damn thing there. So they killed him. <laughs> You, you, you know, where does, is this just all the Jews? Is this all, the, is the CIA just a Jew-led operation to weaken America from within? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, what what is, what is this besides they are forcing there to be diversity and they, they to weak, like diversity weakens your populate, like diversity causes chaos. It causes infighting and division. They don't want a unified populace. They don't want a group of, or a race of people working together like they, the Jews, are doing. Yes, well, specifically white people. You notice every other yes. country is allowed to be racially uh, homogenous, except for us. Only, only in so that they can attack white people and uh, and prop up the Jews. As soon as they stop doing those two things, they are put into the same category as white people like the blacks are currently starting they're starting to get on the bad side of the jews so i don't know might might be everyone versus whites and blacks soon <laughs> well but that's just it if you look at what's going on over in niger the they're about to send africa into a a, a huge war all of africa is about to break out in a massive multinational war um, yeah, over the Niger thing, um, and nobody yeah, really you were, paid attention to it. You were saying that Russia was was kind of pressuring France to war through Niger. Oh, so yeah. So this is this is the background in Niger. Okay, so Niger is basically France's vassal state. The, the government there is basically controlled by France. Uh, you know, they're French cronies. Um, and Niger is where France gets all of their uranium, and France is almost completely nuclear. So they need that uranium from Niger. They, they have this deal, okay? So what's going on is uh, the people in Niger got sick of the government controlling them, you know, because it's just a phony government. It's set up by France so that France gets what they want. So Russia uh, helped prop up the... Uh, people who just did the coup here and Russia is helping to back the uh, the, the new government of Niger. The, the revolutionaries there mm-hmm. are backed by Russia, by Wagner mercenaries, the, the Russians. Um, and Russia is actually back. The, the, the Wagner terrorists. Do they, they, okay, let me say one thing real quick. They were, the, the Pentagon releases paper labeling Wagner as terrorists and Al-Qaeda is allied forces. Well, I, we've I mean, gone full circle, haven't we? We've gone full fucking circle. We've gone full circle. We've gone full fucking circle. Al-Qaeda's our buddies now! Al-Qaeda's our friends! Al-Qaeda! Al-Qaeda is... <laughs> uh, CIA. Al-Qaeda is... Oh my god. The CIA. It's uh, Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Al-CIA. Anyway. 
Al, Al Qaeda is a what the fuck group. So um, yes, yeah. and yeah, so it's one full circle. So there's a whole big, huge thing going on in Africa, and Africa, <laughs> all of Africa, is about to be completely destabilized over this because wow, what a great president. Na- nations have these puppet governments from various European countries and even Asian countries that control them and the people are sick of it and Russia has decided to support the people in toppling the puppet governments in Africa. And that's just going to destabilize the world because we get so many things from Africa, just raw materials wise. It's insane. But yes, yeah, so World War Three has started. Yes. Everyone thought it was Ukraine that really kicked it off. And that's just kind of a small part of it. The, the African thing is really blowing up. Uh, India shutting down and not uh, transporting rice out of the country is huge. I don't think people realize that India exports something like 40% of all the rice on the mar- on the international market. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of rice. A lot, a lot of, of rice. rice. And a lot of things going on that people just aren't paying attention to very much. And this president uh, this presidential candidate of ecuador being assassinated is just part of it 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 really it feels like it's all to set up israel being the center of the world all of it all of it it is israel is like israel ain't israel ain't paying us israel ain't paying us we're paying them Israel's about to make their big play and try and set set up their one world government with Israel at the center of it. And mm-hmm. it seems like uh, the BRICS countries are trying to stop it. it. Yeah, it really does seem like that. So I, I see World War Three. Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? Yes, yes we are. Our country is currently on the baddies side and sparking off a civil war here would probably be the best thing that could happen for us. I I agree, I agree. And then another part to, to kind of lead into this, one reason I brought up the Ecuador president candidate getting assassinated was another thing you said with Trump and you don't think he's going to even be elected, right? No, I don't think they're going to allow that. I don't think, uh, so they blatantly stole this last election. I mean, just blatantly stole it. Admitted it as well. It's funny that they both admit that they stole it and then say there's no evidence of fraud. Yes. Hilarious. And and now we're watching them use lawfare to go after him, but his popularity isn't dropping, so... It's rising. this just shows what they will do when they can't defeat you otherwise. They just did it to this guy in Ecuador because Fernando, so, they're, they're, that's, that's Bobby Kennedy. You, you yeah, know, our only, you know. our only hope, our only hope is JFK versus Trump, I feel like. I feel like that's it's, our it's only RFK. hope. It's RFK Jr. He's Robert. Yeah, right? RFK, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Same difference, okay. flippy floppy flips. Flippity flappities, yes, I know, I know. Whatever, same, same difference. But he watched his dad get killed while running for president. Remember that? I mean, nobody remembers this. Bobby Kennedy crazy. was killed because he wanted to continue his brother's work. And his brother was killed for taking <laughs> on the CIA. His whole family just murdered and just no one cares. Just no one gives a fuck. I mean, no, it is. No and now he's, and now he's trying to do the same thing. 
they're gonna have to kill John. They 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 took John John's airplane. Wasn't he the one running against Hillary when she became senator? Ooh, that's a that's an old one, man. That's an old one. Ooh, that's a good one. Wow. That's a good one. When you remember everything, you connect all the dots. That's an old one, man. Wow, yeah. Whew, so that the, Clinton suicide list, man. <laughs> yeah, so the Clinton suicide list and the and the Kennedys. I mean, there's it's interesting watching it's interesting watching Robert Kennedy run. Um, I may not like him as, but I I like watching him run. And I like it, him. He he sucks a lot of Jew penis, but I like him for the most part. Yeah, well, don't they all suck Jew penis? Do we have they, a candidate? They, they all they all do. They all do. They all do. And people say Trump does, but the, the actions Trump has done just don't belie what everyone said. How the, the like? You look at DeSantis, man. He signed that thing into law in Israel, man. He's yeah. not even president yet, and he signed that fucking shit in Israel. And then he I look is at constantly sucking Israel's dick. And you look at Trump, and I mean, Trump goes to the the Jewish CPAC thing or whatever it is to fundraise, which makes sense. He wants Jewish money. He wants their shekels. So of oh, course yeah. he's going to go there and chill to them for money. I, so, don't I, I, don't I don't know if Trump realized how insidious the Jewish problem was in the American government. I don't think I anybody think does. He underestimated it um, because I, I know yeah. he's got to be at least partially red pilled as to how much control the Jew has. Because I think his he, dad hated them, didn't they? Didn't he? Yes. I think his yes. dad was dad based. His dad was based. Yeah. And I think I, I think Trump gives them. The problem is Trump gave them too much public lip service, and that makes it so that the far right wing, who he needed on his side to meme him into the fucking presidency again, and actually, you know, stand up for him, he he didn't play to us at all. He didn't ask for our help at all. He didn't say yes, you guys. Yeah, well, that's that's the left turning the far far. It's and, funny because that's the left tricking and, the far far no, right no, no, into no, hating no. Trump. All I'm saying is, and because Trump didn't throw us the dog whistles that the media kept saying he was throwing us, had he actually thrown us a proper dog whistle, he would have had more support. And I don't know how to put it he because when he did he win. needs to be more he racist. It needs to be more racist. He needs to embrace white power more. I, he I, needs to embrace simple. white people. He needs yeah. to embrace white people as people. He should yeah, have said. Could, he should have said it. It's okay to be white. What's wrong with that phrase? Yeah. Could you imagine he, a president? He actually, I that? actually think he did. I think he actually did say that, but his, he said, he, he, said he, he says he stuff, he been... says stuff and no, he said it, you see, he does stuff in such a weird roundabout way. He doesn't directly say it's okay to be white is a good thing to say. He, you know how he says stuff. He does it in such a weird convoluted way. You can't really snip it out. Yeah, it's I know. Hard, it's hard for and them to find snippets of him because that's of that. just it. He needs to be providing snippets for our side instead of snippets for their side. Because I, I agree, with, I agree with you. And the thing is, he, I he think he sees that now. Defense and not enough offense. Yes, he and... pandered to people that didn't vote for him, like the niggers. Man, he did the platinum yeah. plan, the platinum plan, and did the blacks vote for him? Fuck no, they didn't. Fuck they still no. didn't vote for him. They still didn't vote for me. Dude, I don't get niggers at all because Trump had a, a 
fucking council of black people all talk about how to help the niggers and make them their communities better. Joe Biden literally said, Black Lives Matter, fuck, fuck Black Lives Matter. I'm not talking to you, fuck right off. Not talking to you. Dude, I mean, that's the difference and they still vote for the people that are fucking him. They're that stupid, niggers are fucking retarded. Um, wait a minute, I don't, so I think this has kind of been a pet theory of mine for a long time. I think the vast majority of niggers don't actually vote. I think the vast majority of ballot harvesting victims of ballot harvesting and mm -hmm. voter fraud. I do yes. not think the vast majority of niggers vote. I think they, I don't think they do. I think one part of the Jews plan is to make people not even want to vote because if you don't care about voting and you just don't give a fuck, then you're not going to check if your vote is stolen. You're yeah. not going to check if someone took that vote from you. Okay, so they want you to hate voting and not vote because they want to steal that vote away from you. Exactly, and I don't think niggers vote. I really don't think niggers vote, and I think yeah, that... Yeah, you're, you're probably right. That's why it looks like they vote for the Democrat, because they're not voting. Their votes are being stolen. I guess, but there's that whole there's a whole cultural Uncle Tom thing, man. It is so cultural ingrained into them. You vote Democrat. It is fucking that weird. Too, that too. That that too. I mean, I, but I don't think they're voting for Democrats at some ninety. They, they I agree. I agree. percent for Democrats. Dude, more more black more more black people supposedly voted for Joe Biden than Barack Obama. Yeah. How? How? What? Yeah, Valid. right. Bullshit. Bull exactly. fucking shit. It's not bullshit. They, they stole it blindly, blatantly. Just yeah. blatantly, right in front of yeah, us. Yeah, more black people more. voted for white Joe Biden than black Barack Obama. Yeah, okay, sure. I'll believe well, that in a million yeah, years. Let's vote hard time, and, and surely they will let us have the candidate we vote for. Okay, next thread. Senators shorting the U.S. economy to be 40% of credit card holders to default U.S. credit rating dropped one trillion credit card debt. U.S. Senator Tom Carper and other Congress members are placing bets against the U.S. economy as they are armed with insider information being a part of the Finance Committee and other committees that have insider information in relation to the true health of the economy. Now, but before we get into this, people say like, Lou, how do you fucking figure it all out? How do you know about it before it happens, Lou? How do you know? It's, it's so complicated and... It's like your profit, Lou. It's like, no, they literally fucking tell us. They tell us months, if not years, before they do it. And then people just forget. People just forget. Yep. Oh, yeah. People forget. People have... The, it's goldfish. People have the memory of a goldfish. They, yeah, they, they I mean... Remember a news cycle. And all the senators and congresspeople have public, like, relatively public finances, if all bit a little delayed. So you can see what they're doing and what they're betting on, and... Chances are, if you bet on what they're betting on, you're probably going to win. Like a thing that was following all of uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband's trades or something like that. Yes, I was following those for a little while as well. It was, <laughs> they were trading GME. They were, it was insane, man. The stuff they were trading. Insane. Um, someone said if you, if you made all, basically they beat the market really hard. They make so much money on the market from their inside trading that you really can make a lot of money just copying them. Yes, yes. I mean, obviously, they know stuff we don't know, and they're always... They don't lose money making bets. That's the thing. They don't lose on bets. They know what they're betting on. They know what's coming. So if, if a bunch of Congress betting. and... 
yeah, if, if a bunch of Congress and senators are betting that the economy is going to tank, what do they know that we don't know? They know the economy is going to tank. Yeah, we know the economy is going to tank. It's not a bet at that point, though. It's not a oh. bet. They're making money off the downfall. There, yeah, there it's not no a bet. bet. They no know bet. they know it's going to fit. They basically got a report in their hands saying the economy is crashing. Get ready. And they're like, OK, they're bet again. If we if we put money here, we'll make money off of this information. Exactly, exactly. The, also, the ETF they're using is the QQQ ETF, which uh, I believe is the one I talked about a long time ago. If you're going to bet that something's going to crash, you would you would buy shares in this ETF. Well, they bought stakes, which is like huge chunks of it. Okay. See, I don't understand a lot of this market stuff. I don't follow it very well. I just never really cared that much. What this is, this ETF is basically, it's basically, it's a grouping of of stock options and stuff where they're, they're basically shorting a bunch of different stocks in a group and you're buying that group. So if you were to buy shares of this ETF and the stock market went down, you would gain money. Because you're betting on failure, basically. Okay, so they're betting on a failure. And so it, I, I see it, it's just like a, a baseball player throwing a game. They, they know that the game's being thrown, so they're they're going to make money on it. Yeah, they're going to bet that the, the thing's going to fail. These are the people who are controlling the economy at the governmental level. I mean, they really are. And instead of doing anything to improve the overall economy for Americans, they are making money off of its downfall. That's what they're doing. This is, yeah. this they is want they America do. to fail. They, I mean, all of these people... Well, they make I, money if America fails. That, that's yes. what they just did. They, they just put their money saying that we will make money when america fails not if america fails when america fails yes they're making money off they don't of want to protect they don't want to protect america they want to make money off america they are making money off of it that is all they care about we are at the point where our government is being run by people who are happy to make money off of the decline of our civilization that, that's where we're at. We are watching the decline of the American civilization. It's been in decline for about 80 years-ish. And I think we're at the end game. I think we're about at yeah, the end. Yeah, this is the first time the credit rating has dropped since 2008. So since the housing crisis. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we're... I mean, we're here. It's here, guys. I mean, it's, I keep saying it's coming, but I, I, will they be able to postpone it to the next election? I really don't think so, but who knows? I don't the election is, how to put it, are, what are we going to do, vote harder? They stole the last election. Well, I don't know, you know, I'm not I saying mean, violence. I'm not saying violence. I'm not saying violence, not but saying we know, the thing is. Can we make this election a real one? Can we get them to abide by our votes this time? Because at some point, something has to give because we voted last time and they stole it. Well, they this is the, listen. There's non-violent things that can be done that can help ensure a fair election, okay? Because we need pen and paper ballots. We know that there's they're using machines, and that's how they're stealing the election, okay? So we don't. I don't condone violence of any sort, but 
if you remember back, like right after the election, what was that big story that was going around about, oh, uh, random people attacking Transformers when it was really the FBI attacking Transformers to shut down power to the power grid or some shit? Okay. Yeah. That was obviously an FBI cover-up, but imagine if FBI agents were to attack those Transformers during the election night. Imagine if the FBI agents were to attack those Transformers during the election night, shutting the power off, and people were forced to use paper ballots. That would sure be a game changer, and it would be nonviolent. That would be a nonviolent game changer, but most of America isn't set up for paper ballots. Um, I, well, then I guess those yeah, precincts would just have to not report now, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, that that's just it. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's hopeless. I, I'm saying that there is a whole hell of a lot of groundwork to be done if we're going to try and take this with an election. We're living under an illegitimate government. We did not elect this government into office. This is a civil war. How we I, fight it yes. is up to us. And thus far, we're not really fighting much. I, I agree, okay? The left is willing to die for their cause, willing to die and ruin their lives and give everything up because they don't give a fuck about their lives because they hate their fucking every lives. Rule. And they yes, they break every rule. Yes, they break every rule. Every rule. And they get rewarded for it. Yes, yeah. okay? They're willing to do whatever it takes to achieve their shitty, pathetic goals that are terrible and morally wrong. The right needs to be the same way. I think we need to get rid of the left-right dichotomy and start yes. focusing uh, on quite literally. Yes, really. We need to have a government that we actually elected that actually represents us. We need to get all the foreign money out of it. We need to get all the big business money out of it. Trump said yeah. he would do the biggest deportation campaign since the, uh, since some guy that did it back, like, like fascist yeah. levels of deportation. Uh, I've read about Operation Wetback. You see the thing? Yeah, is, Operation Wetback, that's it. <laughs> okay, so yes. um, shortly after World War II, there were a few armed rebellions at the local <laughs> level because of the elections, because of the amount of election fraud that went on. Yes. When the soldiers got home, they fucking held those guys up at gunpoint and made them count the ballots right. Um, yes, then that's what needs to be done now. Worked. Okay, yes. so it I read a, I read that very story in one of my shows. You, you have to, we, we have to get to the point where we're willing to say, okay, it is either a fair election or violence, and that's where we're at. They stole the last election, so we either fix it so this one's fair, or we're done for, or it's violence. That's it. We are. I don't living know, I don't know about violence. Place. I don't know about violence, but they, but the right. For the election needs to be willing to sacrifice. The right the needs to be willing to sacrifice, violence, like the left does. The, the left is already using violence, and we have the left-right dichotomy, and I hate it because the problem is it's not the left-right left, is wrong. I, not the right. You, you're you're right. You're right. I hate I hate using the left-right dichotomy. I'm not even a right-wing person. I'm left-wing. I'm right-wing. I'm everything. You know, but I hate centrist as well. I get it. We're truthies. We're for truth. We're for America. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it's, are you for law and order or are you for the Jewish system? Are you for the new world order or do you want nations? 
and that's what we're do, do you want do you want a globalized economy or do you want a, a capitalistic system a, 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 a competitive system globalized monopolies it's not just a globalized economy it's globalized monopolies yes globalized because, monopolies yes i mean microsoft what, what would you call that i would call that a globalized monopoly wouldn't an you an ultra monopoly a super ultra mega monopoly same with I'm, google it's like a super ultra i mean they, they trust busted companies that were like one eighteenth the size of google they trust busted these companies because they were too big okay yeah. And now we have companies that are so big that the that the U.S. government has to bail them. That we've that we've added so much debt to the country that we're fucked, man. Because of these companies that can't fail, like that can never be allowed to happen again. Having companies this Walmart big cannot failed? be allowed to happen. Could you imagine if Walmart failed? Imagine that. How fucked would the world be if Walmart folded? All Walmart. That would be. That would be crazy because Walmart has usurped all the local places to get stuff. So if Walmart went away, there'd be a lot of areas where that that all their main source of food and everything is just gone, just Dude, gone. Supply chains. You don't realize how yeah Walmart is. They not only okay. You, let, let's just go with chickens because this is an easy one to go with. Okay. Yeah. Walmart just the chicken. Just the chickens. Walmart owns the hatchery that hatches the chickens. They own machinery that sorts it. They own a brooding pen. So they own the farms where the brooding pens are. They okay. own the poultry processing plant. They own the trucks and the trucking company that, that moves these things from one place to another. And of course they own the trucks and they own the Walmart where it is cooked and sold, okay? And they own the very souls of the people that live and work there. And the funny thing is, is for every chicken that Walmart produces and, you know, they, they sell for $6, well, the government probably paid $4 for that because yes. of how much food stamps and how much government subsidies yes. Walmart yes. gets. And the other $2 came from actual real money from people. But that's yeah. just it. All, all that food that Walmart produced, just that chicken, just that one chicken. Well, how many businesses don't exist because, because Walmart, of that? Because of that. And you can do that with almost every single product that is, that has the Walmart brand on it. Oh my every gosh, yes. One. It's insane. So, so each Walmart brand product is like six plus complete business chains that are eliminated. Yes, every single one. Maybe like major yes. international chains. Yeah, Not yeah, I'm like talking, yeah. Local ones, major international, every single Walmart product, because that's how they, because they control the entire supply chain from start, from the farm, from the seed, from the egg, all the way down to the sale. That's a monopoly that should not exist. Yeah, that Jewish should, power. That should have never been allowed to exist in this country. But it does exist, and it's not the only one. And other, basically, every grocery store had to adopt that same uh, mentality to keep up with Walmart. So Kroger has the same supply chain as Walmart does, has the same control over their supply chain as Walmart does. It really is insane how much small business doesn't even exist 
because of these giant monopolies. And we just accept that we have to live under this, the, the monopolies. And the monopolies themselves, they, uh, they call it price, price fixing. fixing. Yep. Price fixing. Yep. That's, why, that's why it doesn't do matter that. what cell phone company you go with. Everyone does that now, man. Air conditioning places do that. Everyone does that now. It does not it matter so prolific. what product you buy, the prices are set because yes. monopolies control everything. Yes, yes. That's... And now we yeah, have what... the government, the government here, they just put their money saying it's not, again, it's not a bet. They're putting their money saying we're going to make money off of the economy crashing. U.S. is about to go down the toilet and let, we're going to make some money off of it because yeah. they're not fixing it. They're making it go down the toilet so they can make some money. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the show. That's everything. That's all the threads. Do you have anything else you'd like to say before we're done? Honk FM. I'm going to give a shout out to the guys at Honk FM because I just sang another song for them. I like to sing songs for the guys at Honk FM. Uh, I know for a while it was uh, the, what was it, Backstams, but they've gone to Honk FM and it's a really nice website. Those guys are putting a lot of work into that. I consider them honorary Poll News Network members because that's just an awesome Wonderful. product. Yeah, they're cool. they're cool. They're cool. Yep. Awesome. Much more popular than the Poll News threads, for sure. Yeah, well, they're getting banned just as hard as the Poll News threads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's got a ban. It's hilarious. Yeah, incredible. Um, you know, it's the way it works. That's how it is. Yeah. Same with the Friends Chan people. They, I mean, they get banned as well. So, oh, yeah, friends all of us all of us if we're trying to work together and do something to make clown world less clown ey we're banned instantly banned instantly banned <laughs> thank you for listening everybody thank you for watching please like comment subscribe have a wonderful day men will never be women women will never be men have fun surfing the slide guys well, I don't know. He's got some good competition from DeSantis and Trump and Biden and everyone fucking else. And we are stuck in this Rube Goldberg machine, this horrible treadmill where people are referred to as anti-establishment and populist and really their entire existence, the meaning of it is to support Zionism. And I think RFK Jr. is another one of those guys. Yeah, to be honest, I don't even have words. That a man who just said that could be called an anti-Semite. Honestly, I, I just don't have words. RFK Jr. said, like a week before this, that the coronavirus has less of an effect on East Asians and Jews. And everyone started saying that that was anti-Semitic. And of course, we know that like sickle cell affects black people more and that uh, everyone other than Europeans are mostly lactose intolerant to various degrees. And so we understand that diseases and disorders can affect uh, different ethnicities to different degrees. Uh, but he said the word Jew. And so I guess he's a bad person. I mean, you're challenging an entire party right now to almost go back to the roots. So let's talk about that for a moment. What is your connection to Israel? What do you think about Israel? And what do you think about the Democratic Party's posture vis-a-vis -vis Israel? Grew up believing that the state of... Fuck, the Democratic Party's posture vis-a-vis -vis Israel is assiduous and obsequious. 
there were only like nine of them who set who supported the most tepid pushback against the Zog lobby. Uh, and the idiot fucking Republicans smeared the, smeared Ilhan Omar and AOC and those kinds of people as anti-Semites. Hey, they're the real anti-Semites. Yeah, because Il- Ilhan Omar said that APAC has an outsized influence in American politics and people pander them just to uh, receive campaign donations from them. And you would think that a movement like MAGA, who wants to drain the swamp, would have supported that. Nope. Because they have no strategy. They are utterly guileless. And so they say, no, look, they're the real anti-Semites. It's all about the Benjamins. That's anti-Semitism. Well, you just said that anti-Semitism isn't a massive problem. Just like with racism. And they say, America is not a racist country. This is so overblown and stop whining about it. But also, at the same time, they will say, in the same breath, with no hint of irony, that the Democrats, first of all, that they control every institution, which is true, and they control the government, and that the, the Democrats are so virulently racist, and they're the real racists, and they're so racist, and so genocidally so, that they purposefully position abortion clinics in black neighborhoods to reduce their population because they're the real racists. Both of those things cannot be true. We can't have an anti-black genocide establishment and also stop whining about racism and it's not a real problem. Obviously, that, what I just said, is the real answer. The Democrats are not the real racists. No one is. They're not. They're racist against us, against white people. It's their explicit goal to dispossess us and and slander us and blame us for everything and so they're doing the same thing with israel and yeah this guy rabbi boteach they're not the de- no the democrats are not the real anti-semites but that's what the republican establishment says because they have no competition so now we have to start something totally new and break off from them of Israel was this extraordinary, you know, um, blossom in the desert. It was an oasis of democracy, of, of values, of human rights, in a, a midst of sea of totalitarianism. And I made that assumption. I mean, I assume that my... Yeah, they make this argument all the time that, like, Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East, and they have all these human rights and whatever. Let's grant that premise, which... It may or may not be true. Let's say it is true. Why do I give a fuck? Didn't we learn the lesson about spreading freedom and democracy that some of them are going to accept it and some won't and we shouldn't care? I don't care how some other country elects their leaders. How can you be a democracy if you have to have a Jewish character? The Jewish character of Israel is being threatened and Jews are going to be a minority. The Palestinians and the Arabs are outbreeding us. You know, of course, I can't immigrate to Israel, and neither can you, dear listener, and someday run for fucking prime minister of Israel, because they want it to be a Jewish thing. So is that a democracy? Is that rule of the people? Or is that rule of an idea, or an ethnicity, or a religion? They say, Israel's the only democracy in the Middle East. What's the only democracy in Southeast Asia? What's the only democracy in the Balkans, or the Caribbean? 
And why do I give a fuck? Why aren't we pandering to, to those places? Why don't we care so much about whatever country that is? The only democracy in the fucking South Pacific. Why do I give a fuck? Uh, the answer is I don't, and no one should. Children would, would feel the same way. I was shocked in recent years that my kids coming home from college had a very different narrative about Israel that they had picked up from their, um, you know, uh, from the gestalt, uh, from the milieu. And that... Uh, oh, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. How many people do you think know what the word milieu is, but they don't know what gestalt means? This guy wants to sound erudite, and so do I. That's why I just use the word erudite. Gestalt, oh, gest what's it, gestalt? Oh, milieu, milieu, I know. Fuck off. Uh, that narrative is But wait, no, but he just said they're receiving this anti-Israel message when they go to school. When they go to school and they're educated by who? They're Jewish fucking professors? No, it's all the anti-Semitic professors. At these, at the schools that RFK's children go to, that the Kennedy children go to, they're being educated by anti-Semites. Really, you know, part of my campaign is be is going to be a, a major piece of it is going to be explaining to uh, American citizens why that view is wrong and making the moral <coughs> case for Israel. Israel, as you know. It's going to be a major part of your campaign, explaining why Americans should support Israel. It seems like we do support Israel uh, more than anyone and more than anything. That's the only thing that all our politicians agree on, and we're the ones sticking our necks out for them. This That's going to be a major... We, we really got to change things. We have to change America into a, a country that supports Israel. He's a change candidate. Is the only place in the Mideast where there's freedom of expression for all citizens. 1.9 million Palestinians in Israel and they vote. <clears throat> we don't even have fucking freedom of expression in America from these people. In 35 states, you can't do business with the actual state if you support the BDS movement. Boycott, divest, and sanction. Uh, the anti-apartheid, anti-Zionist, whatever it is. We don't even have freedom of expression from their fucking ideas, from their government. Do you think they have freedom in Israel? Do you think the Arabs and Palestinians are free from them if we're not free of them? Dumbass. And why do you give so much... You're Irish. You're an Irish American. Why aren't you taught... Hey, Actually, the Israelis are the indigenous people of Israel, of the Levant. Uh, who's the indigenous people of Ireland? Why aren't you fighting for a fucking Irish state of Ireland or a Catholic state of Ireland? Palestinians serve in the legislature. They serve in the courts. They serve, I believe, there's three Palestinians on the 12th person Supreme Court. There's no place in the Mideast where there is a Jew on any court or any legislature, uh, maybe in Morocco, there may be some public officials who are Jewish, but nowhere in the Mideast. It's the only place where... But they they always say Israel's the only Jewish state, and it's, it's us against the world, and this is our thing. Okay, so why shouldn't Morocco have Moroccan fucking judges on their Supreme Court? Why shouldn't Lebanon 
have Lebanese judges and Jordan and Iraq and Egypt. There are no Jews on the Supreme Court in Egypt. Oh, because it's the Egyptian state of Egypt. It's the only state in the world out of all the 200 countries. That's the homeland of the Egyptian people. They have nowhere else to go. Look at how small their land is compared to the rest of the world. They're surrounded. Women have rights. It's the only place where gays have rights. There was two weeks ago a gay pride parade in Israel with 150,000 people in both Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. At the same time, every the government of Iran is hanging gays from cherry pickers and castrating them. And that is uh, true throughout the Mideast. It's the only place where there's freedom of religion. <laughs> you are free to practice any religion that you want in Israel. It's the only place where you are, you can have freedom of expression. <laughs> A Palestinian who wants to criticize his government had better do it in Israel. It's the only place where he can do it. If he want, if That's your point? That the Israelis accept criticism of the Palestinian authorities? Oh, how magnanimous, how magnanimous of them. If he does that in the West Bank, he will be tortured and killed and arrested. Or in Gaza. Um, and, you know, the Israeli Supreme Court... What would happen to you if you criticized the Israeli government? Would you be tortured and arrested by the fucking, fucking Zog CIA? And I, you know, I've been a critic of the of the um, of the, the current uh, uh, reforms or the modifications of the Supreme Court in Israel. I, I can I can criticize Israel without being being an anti-Semite. I want to talk about that in a minute. Bullshit. But Israel's Supreme Court judiciary is the most humane judiciary in the world. As a somebody who's a litigator and a constitutional scholar. <laughs> who taught law for 35 years there is no country in the world with a uh, with a a court like a judiciary like israel this is the only country that have actually dealt with the ticking time bomb issue so the ticking time bomb issue scenario is if there is a terrorist who know and who knows the location of a bomb that is about to kill civilians in huge numbers can you torture that person to find out where the bomb is located? In Israel, the law is clear. You cannot. You cannot. These are just, these are Jewish talking points. He's just repeating shit that Jews say. He doesn't care about this. I'm so passionate about the judiciary in Israel. They're so much better than the American Supreme Court. I don't want to fucking listen to this guy's voice for four years. And... <clears throat> Look at these idiot, mouth-breathing conservatives, so-called Republicans, who say, well, I'm a lifelong... Every comment on this guy's videos is like, I'm a lifelong Republican, and I wholeheartedly support RFK Jr. Really? You're a, you're a die-hard, lifelong Republican, and you support fucking affirmative action and abortion and whatever the fuck... He doesn't. He doesn't care about anything else. You care. It's only the vaccines. He agrees with you on vaccines, and that's the only thing that animates the right wing or conservatives or whatever. It has to be something that they're putting in or on their bodies. 
It's the vaccine. It's the mask. Uh, it's the... <coughs> when Bloomberg tried to ban large sodas in New York City. And I, you know, I guess I don't agree with that. Uh, but that was, that's the only other time that I can remember that they got this animated. Uh, it has to be something that physically, like, affects them. They can't deal with anything more abstract than them. So this guy says, no, you shouldn't be forced to take the vaccine. And that's what they care about the most. They don't care about any other idea. RFK Jr. is a cuckold, sellout, anti-white, uh, whatever epithet you want to throw at him. He, he fucking sucks. And I, I am not going to listen to his fucking voice for four years, but I'm, I don't want to listen to DeSantis, uh, his nasally drone. I guess Biden is marginally better than DeSantis when it comes to his voice. And then Trump has the best voice out of those four, but I have a better voice than all of them. So you should listen to me and vote for me right in my name, a la gold. <laughs> That's my name on the internet. And that is evidence of the humanity that you see in all of Israelis, Israel's policies, military policies, the, 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 the hold that the court has over Israel. I'm very proud of the Israeli Supreme Court. I don't want to <laughs> dismantled. I think it is a source of pride to the world about what an independent judiciary can do. You're not, they won't allow people to, uh, it won't allow the military to capture people's relatives in order to pressure somebody to talk. Um, the, the, the conduct of the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, when they go into Palestinian territories is is uh, is beyond anything in the world, Colonel Camp. That's <laughs> that's certainly yeah, it's beyond anything in the world. That's certainly true. I'm sure he means the opposite of what he should mean. Beyond anything in the world, yeah, we don't. There's no other country that does fucking shit like they do. One of the leading military. Um, historians and tacticians around the world said, you know, last week, two weeks ago, when Israel went to Janine, Janine is a, is a bomb factory. Most nations, Russia, when, when it was dealing with, with issues like Janine and Chechnya, Chechnya, simply bombed the neighborhood because you have a neighborhood Chechnya. where virtually 100% of the people who live there are supporting terrorism where the terrorists are hiding behind civilians and where the, everybody is involved in bomb making. And those bombs are destined to kill. Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we making people and politicians pander to us like this? Why are all the politicians putting a yarmulke on and praying at the fucking Western Wall and doing shit like this? Shouldn't they be pandering to us? There's way more of us we could be much stronger than them. But I guess the point is that most of us don't think that we're part of an us, right? We believe in individuality and universalism, which seems to come from Christianity. Christianity and Americanism and rugged individualism, none of that is real. Israel is real. That doesn't work. Groups of people exist. We have to 
act collectively now. These libertarian dorks who combine every <laughs> all the ideas that they oppose into this banner of collectivism. They say communism and fascism and racism and nationalism are all two sides of the same coin, or four sides of a four-sided coin, and it's collectivism. There is no such thing as collectivism. That's not an ism. Groups of people exist, and they often have interests that are at odds with each other. So you can play the game or lose. When they say, no, oh, I don't see race, and uh, we're, all, we're all Americans, we're all individuals, and I don't see color. It's like a basketball player saying, I don't see team. I don't see team. I'm one of the good ones. I'm a good guy. We all love throwing basketballs into baskets, so why don't we just all individually do it, and why are we opposing each other? Teams exist, and you, dear listener, you have a team. And it's probably the white team. It's probably the team with the white uniforms. We should do shit like this, but I, d I don't think Christianity is going to take us there. Christianity is a Zionist fucking religion. They support Zionism even more zealously than the Jews do. This is borne out by all the polls. Anyone who... You know, all RFK... All, the reason why this is happening is because RFK uttered the word Jew in a, in a context that was other than totally effusive praise. He said Jew. He said Jews aren't as affected by the coronavirus. Which I don't know if that's true or not, but it certainly could be true. That kind of thing does happen. He said Jew. And now he's having to like apologize and pander to them. Anytime, and this is much more common, anytime any kind of public figure or just anyone uses the word white or even American in a context or European in a connotation that's other than totally positive, we should try to destroy them. Why not? Why should we sit here and be the only schmucks who are, who are dedicated to our high-minded principles? It gets us nowhere. Kill civilians to be strapped on men, women, and children and kill civilians in Israel. Most nations, and we've done this ourselves, and, you know, clearly Russia was doing it in Chechen Chechenia. Chechenia was... Chechenia. Uh, go in there and bomb that neighborhood. What the Israeli IDF... China. Does, is they send people to do retail combat door to door, putting IDF soldiers at risk in order to avoid civilian casualties, collateral casualties. In the recent Janine uh, attack, there was 12 terrorists who were killed, all of them involved in bomb making, all of them involved in planning attacks on Jewish civilians. It's your fucking point. And not a single innocent person, child, or, or civilian. Israel is unique in the Mideast for saying we're only going to attack military targets. <laughs> hey, well, wait a second. That may be true. He, uh, what he said was they say they only attack military targets. I bet it is true that they say they only attack military targets. I don't think it's true that they only attack military targets, but... <laughs> I, I bet they do say that they do that.